Welcome in to DC On Screen, a podcast about the DC Universe properties being brought to film and television. I am your host, David Z. Robertson, and this, the man who looked through a telescope while his porch lights were on, Jason. Fuck you, science! <laughs> we are, uh... We are getting all spoilery and talking about Supergirl 205 live wire. Now, if you're wondering, what happened to 204? Um, CBS pulled it and switched it out with... Or, sorry, yeah, two, 104. Yeah, not, not, what's wrong with me? <laughs> there are too many shows. There are too many shows. Um, I said 205 last episode, too. <clears throat> um, is Supergirl 105 that we're talking about? Well, they pulled 104 because of the uh, Paris bombings. They'll be showing 104 to, uh, next week. So yeah, just we've got live wire this week. Week of breathing room appears. But yeah, something I really liked though is everywhere I've seen it, they they mm-hmm. kept the episode number. I actually well, like sure. that. Yep, and we are uh, we are doing that too. Right. So there you go. So, can can I just say that the opening fight was not great? It was not great. It, it was a little weird. Who is that guy? I didn't even bother looking him up. Mm. Just giant cat looking dude. <laughs> Uh. Kind of looked like if they had hired Schwarzenegger to play Sabretooth. Yeah, except it was a female, apparently. Was it? I, I gotta say, that one got by me. I'm sorry. Oh, it, well, in the show, they said that, it, they were like, oh, he he wasn't much of a fight. And they're like, she actually. And then Supergirl goes, oh, <laughs> well, props. <laughs> or something. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, no, I think she just went, oh respect or something i don't remember what she I, said i didn't catch it I really didn't. so dumb i think i was busy at that time looking at my phone wondering if i should go figure out who that is and deciding i eh, i'm not gonna worry about that one we're gonna yeah we're gonna let that one ride and i came back about that time i came back just in time to see you know the actual winner of the razzie mm-hmm. we thought it was going to be the woman playing carol danvers who has i i thought that you know I kind of hoped it was just me getting to know her on that first episode that I wasn't really feeling it, and I think that is going to be true. I like I've I've liked her a lot more so far. Um, just took it just took me a second, but no, the OG Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it was a Thanksgiving dinner's worth of ham. Uh, I wouldn't even say it was ham. Um, Helen Slater is still as bad an actress as she was on Supergirl, like I, the original movie. I'm sorry to she report, she is she is awful, and you know I I don't want it want to think that, but. I mean, I've I've seen PlayStation One characters that had more depth and range than Helen Slater does. Like, right. I understand she's part of the mythos. You want to throw her in, like blah 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 blah. Okay, cool. She's awful. Sorry. <laughs> I, I I I hate to say it, but good lord. Yeah. We. I. I. I it was distracting almost at times. There's a there's one scene in particular where she's she's talking to uh, Carol and she kind of she does the the gesture with her hand. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it, it's it's that pleading uh, arm uh, wrist first gesture. It's a stage action. It's not a TV mm-hmm. action. Yeah, it it it, it killed me. It, it kind of did. That always does bother me when like I mean I don't I don't know Helen Slater's background. I obviously I don't keep up with her, but I don't, I don't know if she does a lot of plays or or what she does. But um, I've noticed that like when you get play actors onto television a lot of them will do that kind of crap like they just they do stage acting instead of television acting yeah it's just and it looks bad it just makes it look like they don't know what they're doing i I think there's just a a transition to the subtlety i mean you have to do stuff on the stage that you have to exaggerate everything you do Mm -hmm. to get it across to the guy in the back row um 
you don't have to do that on film. You just don't. That little nuanced eyebrow that you would never be able to use on stage because no one would know what you were fucking doing, it totally plays mm-hmm. here, and it matters. Yeah. And you have but to she not doesn't... do that eyebrow if you don't want it in play. Like It's a different style. Yeah, I've not seen Helen Slater move her face in this episode. Like... I didn't remember a lot of it. I'm almost sure she was talking, but... <laughs> <laughs> and wasn't it weird in the flashback where Dean Kane she kisses Dean Kane? I felt like felt like she was kissing her cousin. It, it yeah, a little bit. I, that's the, like, the, this is something I've been annoyed with though. Like I, as much as I like Dean Kane as a person, he's, he's it seems cool and all, and I like the mythology that he was both. Like I like him having played Superman back in the day, but he was gonna be distracting for me on this show, and I haven't gotten over that yet. Yeah. I mean, well, the thing about Dean Cain was uh, he was as bad as an actor here as he was on Lois and Clark. Right. <laughs> now, that being said, he was completely overshadowed by Helen Slater. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll but, get to the parts of the episode we thought worked well after we get through these little hiccups about, oh my god, why do they do this? Yep, um, because the, uh, the episode actually was pretty good. Um, there was, now, aside from the Helen Slater just being awful... There was the trope that I hate of the the mother coming for a visit and being like passive aggressive towards one daughter, right? And like, I guess it's not like there's a reason it sticks around is because it's kind of true. Like, <laughs> I think it's relatable. Yeah, it's one of those. It happens stereotypes. But I'm there for a reason. Like, there really are. Uh, it's a. It's a. Especially, a, well, brother brother doesn't have that problem as much apparently, but sister sister, it is a. It's a thing that really happens in households. You always feel like one of them kind of gets a little bit more shit than the other no it does happen and it happens on tv too it's, it's the same trope over and over again it's yeah. like you know with, with, with dad always took you fishing but he never wanted blah, 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 blah. like it's the same crap it really is or like yeah just like barry and jay barry and jay with henry over on the 90s oh, flash. back in the 90s flash <coughs> yeah <coughs> Give me a second. sorry it's gonna have to be cut you good <sighs> But yeah, it's the same like sibling trope. I, I don't I don't care for it. Um, I I understand that it's a real thing. I would just rather just ne- just never see it again. I'm bored by it. Right. It, it wouldn't bother me at all. Again. So and, and this mm-hmm. gets down to the part where I think you know there there's a certain amount of personalization you can't beat. Like mm-hmm. we we can't be completely objective about it because we can't be completely objective about any damn thing. Like there are certain tropes we're gonna look at and take one look at and go, "Oh my god, I'm on board." And then certain ones we're gonna take one look at and go, "Please call me when this is over." Yep. And it's it's completely subjective. I don't know what to tell you. There's mm-hmm. I guarantee you someone saw that and went, "Cool, that's a good storyline. We should explore that." And was really on board. We're not those guys though. <laughs> oh, we're so often not those guys. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. is it just me, or was Livewire as annoying as she was in T-O- uh, TAS in the animated series? Like, she was almost exactly the same character. Her music was better. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but it was just, they just this way swapped out exaggerated as all hell, over the top thing. Yeah, she's even like swaggering yeah. when she walks. But yeah, she was pretty much the same exact character that Livewire was on the animated series. They just swapped out Superman for Supergirl. I know. And, you and know she what, was awful. You know what's frustrating about that is how often do we sit there and go, like, come on, just do it the way BTAS did. And, you know, do it the way they did. The... And then they do it, and then we don't like it. Like, is that on us? Or well, did they I just like pull the TAS. one thing that, they did that we didn't like out of TAS? That is what they did. That is what happened. Because, you know, pulling something out of STAS is not the same as BTAS. No, STAS is different from BTAS. Yes. 
Like I like the the Lobo episodes, for instance, of Superman the animated series. I really enjoy them if I watch them with yeah. captions and the music off. Well, see, I I like the music and I like hearing their voices, but I've, that's just me. I've done it, but when I when I went back to rewatch it, I couldn't do the music. I had to mute it and put the captions on. And, I'm and gonna kick way. his big red ass all over the galaxy. I yeah, I'd rather I think I'd just rather have read like the storyboard version of that episode. <laughs> That'd have been happy. <laughs> And we're like, cool, a little comic. Gotta have been happy with it. Right. Uh, so, Livewire is annoying, but, you know, I can get over that. It, 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 I was a little confused by how quickly she, like, she literally gets her powers and, like, two seconds later knows how to, like, teleport through, like, circuitry. Yeah. I, it, it just occurs to her as an idea and suddenly she can do it. Yeah, I kind of feel like there should have been a learning curve. I do, I do. I mean, there, we're on episode uh, five you know, emitting for even. We're still five episodes in, and, you know, Kara's still learning stuff. Mm-hmm. That's part of the plan for season one was her learning curve. So, you know, just, it was a weird thing to abandon. I did like, though, uh, it tweaked her origin story just a little bit to have the like electricity go through Kryptonian DNA and have it filtered that way. Mm-hmm. Some, something about that seemed more believable. I, I liked that. Yeah, I didn't think it was believable or especially clever, but at the same time, I didn't feel like it was any worse than the original idea. I I, I considered uh, it an, an actual improvement over the original idea. They were both pretty bad to me. I, I don't know. I just I'm not a proponent of Livewire. I just don't like Livewire. And I I eh, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I kind of like. I wish the character was better than it is. I like the idea of the character. I like her character concept. I just haven't liked a lot of the portrayals I've ever seen. Yeah, I haven't liked any of the portrayals, and I. Do we have, does she always have to be a disc jockey? Like, can we come yeah, up with something other than her just like, being when, a, an annoying I think she was invented person. around the time, though, where you had a bunch of Howard Stearns, and the idea of actually being the shock jock was a huge piece of Americana at the time. Mm-hmm. It, it made a lot more sense than it does now. Um, Maybe so. There aren't really as many shock jocks. I don't think shock casters has become a real thing. Right. Uh, pod shockers, whatever you want to call them. I don't know. We can, we can put in a couple of pig squeals and... A boing sound, if right. you like. I mean, if we if if you want to try it, I'll be happy to try to get Billy West on to do some Richard Nixon, and we'll we'll see what we can do. All right, let's give it a shot. Boobies, boing. <laughs> I I don't know what to tell you. Wait, I, wait, I gotta wait, have Billy wait. West. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know. <laughs> um, just, just not gonna get him. But um, we can dream. Anyway. Well, I mean, shock jock or not, I mean that's just always your. It's just always what you want. It is what I want. It's Billy always West. what I want. So, I really enjoyed Cat Grant this episode. Hugely. Hugely enjoyed like, Mixing it up. I like, uh, she's, oh, man. she does have a streak of nobility to, like, even in the hospital, um, Kara kind of calls her out on, you know, you're paying for this room, obviously you care a little bit. But yeah, mm-hmm. as she's leaving the room, once she tell her, like, we both know you're tough enough to, you know, deal with a little bit of lightning, get the hell up. Like, no mercy right. about it, but there's respect there. Like, she actually does have a soft streak to her, it's just kind of hard to find. Mm-hmm. And she does a pretty good job of, of I don't know, giving me that extra level. And then she right. she sends her poor little assistant off to to get help while she she buys time. Like she does she does the noble thing when the actual moment came when one life was on the line. She she tried to get care out of the room. Yeah. Now, um, <laughs> Livewire at some point like Livewire keeps making these awful cat puns. Like she's right. looking for Cat Grant and going here, Kitty, Kitty. Right. And I actually wrote down. Oh, I get it. Cat Grant. 
And then, like, just a few minutes later, she goes to make another pun, and Cat Grant goes, yes, a cat. Congratulations, you have the wit of a YouTube comment. (laughs) 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 I did enjoy her doing that. Somewhere there were pangs of guilt across the nation. You know who you are, YouTube commenters. Yep. You know Um, what you did. Actually, that was not the only. That was not the only uh, line that I laughed out loud that Cat Grant said um, when she's talking about like not putting the gossip shit up in her in the in the mag or the whatever is it whatever is it newspaper? Yeah, she. <laughs> God, I, I I think it's a magazine. It I'm not entirely sure. I don't even know, but whatever their publication is, she's talking about not not doing the celebrity gossip bullshit. Right, and she's talking about like, oh, we're gonna highlight some stuff and like you know food banks, blah blah blah. They're like, oh, well, that's a great idea. She's like, yes, liberals love to love to feel guilty, so let's squeeze as much juice out of those turkeys as we can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they've that's funny. they they really like she's she's been flawless so far with doing that. I mean, it just the moment you think she's gonna be a real person. Oh, speaking of political quips that I really enjoyed, mm-hmm. she tells Livewire. We got over. We got. We got over. You not supporting Hillary in 08. We can get over this. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that one. It was good. By the way, did you notice that she? Um, I, I I assume it's going to be a thing. They mentioned Club Apocalypse. Oh, I missed that. What do we got going on there? They just said the. Um, that was a club that someone was, some celebrity was coming out of when she was talking, when Cat Grant's talking about um, the celebrities and what they've been up to. I don't remember exactly what it was, but she said they, they someone was at club, was oh, at club apocalypse. Oh, um, yeah, she's mentioned the, the basically the uh, bullshit gossip columns, and yeah, somebody comes out of club apocalypse in the middle of the night. Or mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe it comes up. It was very specifically not the uh, the gay club. That they bring they, they bring up secondary. Yeah, she mentions a generic gay club afterwards. I think. Yeah, she just says a generic like gay club, but then before that, she's like she actually name drops Club Apocalypse, right? Which I thought was kind of on the nose. I'm like, no, oh. <laughs> oh, is, is Dark Side gonna be running a? <laughs> Probably. Or maybe one of his henchmen. Uh, uh, Probably. Okay. There's just gonna be a, a security guy named Kalibach there. Yeah. Oh man. I hope he's played by Michael Dorn. Wouldn't it be awesome? It would be awesome. Um, oh, one thing I laughed at, and I'm not sure I should have, mm-hmm. but I'm hoping it was there for for fun. Was um, Livewire was just talking shit, and Kara just yells, "Oh, shut up, you mean girl!" <laughs> <laughs> that was down. It, it made me laugh. I I hope that was a. I hope that was on purpose. Yeah, and you know, just... something that they, they didn't get to do is we skipped right into, uh, what's her name, Lucy and Jimmy are dating now. We didn't get to see episode four. Right. So right. that's going to be a little weird. I don't know. Like maybe they'll, I wonder if they'll go back and edit episode four a little bit to maybe do that, but I doubt it. I think they were just going to mm-hmm. kind of bite the bullet on this one, know it's going to be a little bit off mm-hmm. production-wise, but we all know what happened, so get over it. I mean, yep. I, hell, I wondered going into this episode if, if the special effects were going to be complete. I mean, I thought maybe, you know, you have a couple weeks, it happens. You you tweak a little bit in the last couple weeks before it hits the air sometimes. Mm-hmm. Not always, but sometimes. Um, I wondered I wondered what kind of continuity there would be, but, eh. Well, one thing that uh, hasn't they haven't broken continuity with is when they're at dinner, um, 
Kara's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'll just hang up the f- Oh, it's James, I gotta get this. Right. And then we cut to, they purposefully cut to Wynn looking sad. Right. Like, jeez, right. guys. Yeah. God. When this happens, when this happens, remember that we said it was gonna happen in episode one. Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. remember that, guys. <laughs> it's getting more and more obvious, but at the time it was just a couple of glances, so we'll still feel a little bit proud. Yeah. Oh, there was a bit in there where um, they were talking about the weather, and yeah. James goes, "No, I like the I like I like when it's like this. Uh, it reminds me of it reminds me of Metropolis." And I'm like, "Is Metropolis thunderstormy? <laughs> Is it Is he, Gotham? Were you thinking about Gotham, Jimmy? <laughs> right? It's the, it's the city of tomorrow. Okay. It's clear sky. It's it's blue skies and seventy degrees every day over there. <clears> I thought." That's what I thought. Now, I don't understand why Alex, you know, being a person who works for the DEO and has helped Kara fight these aliens, is scared, so scared of her own mother. But I, I do think it was incredibly weird and inappropriate for them to make up with Take Me to Church playing. Yeah. Okay. All right. I meant to bring that up, too. Um, and with candles. With candles. so weirdly shot. It was weirdly shot, and they had candles. I know there was a blackout. Yeah, but there was a blackout, weirdly... so there had to be candles. I get, I kind of get the logic it's of how the candles seemed... got there. But then they yeah, were playing. Yeah, it weirdly romantic. And... Yeah, and it was, it was like they bought the song and just mm-hmm. weren't going to not spend. Like they bought, they spent the money. Now we're playing the song. We're playing the song. Well, but it looks really weird and kind of over. It's like it's a romantic scene. I'm surprised. Like, yeah. did the actors, did Helen Slater and I can't remember her name, walk <laughs> into that scene and kind of think, mm-hmm. like, are y'all, uh, my, are we on the right set, guys? Mm. I, I was. I, you know, there's a mark on my on my paper that is the beginning of a sentence, the beginning of a word of a, the beginning of a sentence that would have been, I don't like that they kissed. Mm. Yeah, because uh, I thought they were going to. Yeah, it was weird. It was strange, and I, you know, as you mentioned mentioned in our uh, our warm up swings, there, I, I I wasn't a fan of the lighting direction in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, between the candles and the fact that you've got like hundred watt bulbs right behind a guy that's trying to perform any kind of astronomical feat, um, come, on. <laughs> come on, dude, you, you need pitch black. But how much did you love uh, Kara saying, "Oh, like Ghostbusters"? Oh yeah, I've got that listed here. Right here. Made my heart jump, guys. Made my heart jump. Yeah. I, you know, few things, few things warm me more than a, a, a any character who mentions Ghostbusters. Yeah. How'd you like the little Flash cameo? Mm, I forgot about that. When did that happen? It was just a, uh, well, it was like an exact same shot from the Flash. They just changed the lightning for Livewire. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. It really was, though. I, I think they borrowed the bad. footage. I don't even think it was. They didn't even change the lighting. I think they borrowed the same footage from when they were doing the like the uh, promo when they changed the lightning to blue to do the uh, the flash promo over the summer. Yeah, that's what it looked like to me. I think they just panned out. I mean, at least like when they were trying to think of how to do that shot, they didn't have to make too many phone calls. Well, we needed to kind of zip through the. Wait a second. I think we know some guys who've done that. Hey, Andy. Yeah, and they do occasionally run into problems with that. Like they actually did have a shot in Gotham with like Queen consolidated or something (laughs) on a a building. And everyone freaked out because they were like, oh my god, Oliver Queen's in there. And they're like, no, 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 just, no, no. We just liked the queue. We didn't realize it was in the database. We didn't realize right. that it was from uh, uh, Arrow over there. Like, they really completely dropped the ball on that. Didn't realize there was any kind of continuity. They, they, it was just a graphic in a, in a big computer, guys. <laughs> 
But so, I was the same yeah. way. I saw that shot somewhere. Somebody pulled the screenshot and I went, <gasps> and then exhaled deeply as I read the article. Mm-hmm. That was a... I did really sad. like Livewire's little, uh, her little, uh, what do you call them? Her whips. Her what? Her little whips. Uh, I was trying to think what they called them in Iron Man 2, because that's, that's pretty much what she oh, was doing. Whiplash? Yeah. Um, yeah. Tendrils? Yeah. I like tendrils. Let's go with tendrils. Um, Thank you. I, I, I couldn't get the word dendrite out of my head, but it wasn't quite right. Um, oh. But yeah, I actually like them. I, so far, again, this, the, the show has not missed on action scenes so far. I, I, mm-hmm. There are a couple of weird choreography choices every now and then, but hey, eh. so the actions look good. They haven't skimped on any special effects for me. Yeah, they dropped some money at this thing. They did. They did. Uh, the ratings have borne it out though. So yeah. Um, you got anything else for the show? I believe I'm set. I got to remember so, yeah, the Ghostbusters um, line again. I'm happy. <laughs> Supergirl is still, uh, as far as I'm concerned, Supergirl is still, you know, uh, treading a good line. It's uh, it's got still got got some issues, but for the most part, I'm I'm pretty on board with it. Yeah, I mean, I'm uh, at this point, we're four weeks in, and I'm like excited about the next episode when it happens. Yeah, like by I mean, by Saturday know. and Sunday. Well, not Saturday because I'm watching football, but by Sunday, I'm you know pretty much looking forward to Monday to get into Supergirl action, which mm-hmm. was a well timed because for those couple weeks while Supergirl's been there for me, Gotham hadn't, so I was I was really kind of down on Monday night for a second until Supergirl saved me from it. So mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Oh, oh, I have to mention this. Mm-hmm. I, I I really I laughed when uh, the blackout first happens and Cat Grant goes, "What fresh incompetence is this?" <laughs> yes. <laughs> And I, I laugh, like the viewers don't, I mean, the listeners don't know, but um, Jason constantly says, what fresh hell is this? I, I I lost track a while back. I'm pretty sure it's a Shakespeare ripoff. It may be. I don't know. I it's don't just remember. a phrase I've enjoyed I, it for sounds, years. Fresh hell, I've heard that said off and on for a few years. I don't even know where I got that anymore, but I, I really have just been fond of that phrase for years. Uh, especially like early morning, pre-caffeinated kind of. Uh, oh, what fresh hell is this kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Like, you realize there's been a leak in the middle of the night and you have a puddle in your living room or something. And right. Those are the times for that phrase. <laughs> I liked her tweak on it. Really did. All right. We are DC on screen. We are members of the Giant Size Team Up Network. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher. You can find us on DCOnScreen.com. If you'd like a similar podcast about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, go check out our buddies Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall at the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast or mcucast.com. Um, next week we will be talking about how does she do it? The real uh, episode four. <laughs> and um, we're also coming up with a, a review of The Flash, Guerrilla Warfare, and uh, an episode of Era. Uh, what was that one again? <laughs> I can't remember the name of it. I'm here for you, Dave. Uh, anyway, until then, keep some DC on your screen. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.